the college football experience, army, Navy, and FCS preview and picks as well as college football coaching carousel episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by bet rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet rivers at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet rivers. We're also brought to you by game time, game time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the game time app today. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGP and you get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. People. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. FCS playoffs as well as college football coaching carousel and transfer portal news episode. Wow. Can I stack any more shit into that title? Uh, <laughs> folks, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swiggin database, Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. The portal. Every player in college football is in the portal right now. (laughs) You got the NCAA throwing out new new shit. Trying to trying to break away. No, they're not trying to break away from the NCAA. They're trying to keep everybody in, but in, in we'll see if this passes. Anyway, we got uh, FCS playoffs, a real playoff with real home games and a real, you know, you actually win your conference and you're in. It's fantastic. Wow. What an idea. Yeah. Uh, we also got coaching hires left and right. A lot of news out there on that. We're going to talk all about it. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, let's fucking go. Oh yeah, FCS playoffs. You know you've been down in for a lot longer. Nick, you probably have too. A little bit. I'm, I've been watching a little here and there, but I am glad to dial into a real playoff now, dude. It's the future of college football. Us well, being diehard FCS fans, well, because they're gonna be they're gonna be just. I don't even know what to make of the bowl season. Well, the <laughs> larger playoff the is also the future of college football. So, 
the FBS, thank goodness, is taking a page from the book of the FCS. Yeah, but I don't like. I, I, you ask yourself in twenty years, will I be an FBS college football fan? Not sure that I will. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. As of uh, Sunday morning, I was not a fan of college football for the remainder of this season. Uh, but we're gonna do this podcast anyway. Yeah. No. I mean, you Army Navy. That, that yeah, game matters. Okay, that okay. game matters. That no, no one's uh, hitting the portal yet for Army Navy, <laughs> as as far as I know. Uh, and everyone's playing. I think. I think their starters will play. The staffs will be there. Bowl game. Bowl berth on a line. Although. I mean, I guess who really cares, right? You make a bowl game, you go play a team with a fifth string quarterback. Are they going yeah. to go bowling though? Is that a winner? If they're both five and six. Well, what I'm saying is, haven't all the bowl uh, slots been filled? That's true. I feel like uh, yeah. by not being bowl eligible prior to bowl selection Sunday, they're done. Mm. I could be wrong. All right. Could be wrong. So this maybe is they, the- maybe, maybe they just play each other again. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. We are joined by third man in the booth. Give it up for the DFS God himself. Come play DFS college basketball and college football with us. Give it up for the rooftop by PA drinking. Home brew making. Tobacco road living. The free lock given. Former, former Herna Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I want this fire intro music every now and then. Can I get some bubble music? music? Yeah, okay. You got Tech Super Bowl. Okay, that's, that's a long way to go, Patty C. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just play that music for anybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's Fuck, big we'll boy lose music. all our, all our uh, subscriptions, all our subscribers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, You're not right. Bosworth material. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. This Mike's hey. breaking up over there. He's fucking sitting over there in Afghanistan, right? <laughs> Cracking, still cracking, huh? Old yeah. Sound Tech Colby. You know, I give Colby a hard times. Like, let the man. You know, I've spent some time in a this, bunker before. I don't know if you know this, but, but this is a podcast. I know we have. I know we have some people watching, but like, the key success of this is people listening. Audio quality. Yes. Mm. Well, look, you know, I've, I've spent some time in a bunker in Afghanistan. You, you're, the, you're the type of guy that likes the live albums, right? <laughs> like fucking Santana live from the Fillmore or some shit like that, where what. it's just, it sounds like you can hear people vomiting fucking <laughs> in the middle of it. It's like, oh, I've always, always been against live recordings. I like live recordings, not, no. not necessarily better than studio, but you can get more of a real feel. It's not as quite as, you know, uber polished as <laughs> A Very album. rarely does the live performance do better than the album because you can I think hear. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's better. Well, no. well you know what you do no. is if you love a song and you listen to it a million times, it gives you a little different flavor. Sometimes they change this, they change yeah, that. Yeah. That's what Nick's Sometimes, doing. He's yeah. giving you a little different flavor right. today, Cole. Sometimes yeah. maybe they extend it. Maybe they jam out a bit. Ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna need him to talk less. Don't don't do that because <laughs> the mic the mic sounds shitty. Uh, but anyway, folks. Um, Shout out to everyone in the chat. Hopefully you're watching youtube.com slash the college experience. We got a lot of news and it starts with every, every quarterback in college football in the transfer portal. I mean, can you name any quarterback not in the transfer portal right now? (laughs) That's not going pro. That's true. That's just because of the dad, the dad thing, man. (laughs) That's what you got to do. That's the future of recruiting. Just hire the dad on the staff. Uh, basketball has been doing this shit for years. You know what I mean? Get their high school yeah. coach. Uh, now a lot of other Colorado Buffaloes are in the portal. Well, yeah, they're told to leave. You know what I mean? Everyone's told to leave. 
fucking Kyle McCord, Ohio State says, you know what? I know you only lost one game for us. <laughs> Six point loss. Yeah, to the number but you one can't team. Cut in the it nation. here. We need you out of here. On the road. We need you out of here. We want to go out and get a, a, a better player. <laughs> what maybe, what are we doing? Go, maybe he can go like, you know, quick hour and a half drive to Athens, Ohio, become the new quarterback for Ohio. Yeah, because we got Nate uh, Curtis Rourke and these are the breaks. He's in the portal. Daquan Finn from Toledo's in the portal. Let me get this straight. So we got what? Eleven and one Toledo hit the portal. What was Ohio? Nine and three hit the portal. EJU was nine and three, I think, right? Hit the portal. The backup hit the portal. The backup after that hit the portal. Oregon State. I don't even know who we're gonna. Who's gonna play for Oregon State in the bowl game? Who knows? I'm seeing the backup at Oregon State as the number one quarterback. Yeah, trans. That's transfer. what I'm saying because it was uh, Aiden Childs. It was like a f- huge, huge, huge uh, get, and he played yeah. some this year. Okay. Um, uh, if he couldn't beat out DJU, he might not be that good. Touche. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the red though. shirt yeah, should be done right. forever. The red, the the coach, the coach is planning on red shirting a player that has to go forever. Now it's you only red shirt if they just don't happen to play. I yeah. like Tyler Buckner who started for Alabama this year. He just said, "I'm transferring in lacrosse." What? <laughs> the fuck is that? Uh, you know, I that, saw that. Can he join the football team still or no? I'm guessing no. I or can he? I yeah, mean, you could be I on have both no teams. idea why he would say he's transferring into lacrosse. I don't, I don't understand it. But I um, mean, he was apparently one of the top lacrosse players in the country coming out of high school. He's gonna be going back to Notre Dame, right? That's could what be going. Saying. Well, they were like defending national champs, if I'm not mistaken. Could go to UVA. We need a quarterback I, I, too. I, you think I'm being funny, but I'm really asking, what quarterbacks next year? Because we know, we know, uh, Caleb Williams and, and Drake May are probably going to be in the NFL. What quarterbacks? Are, Dylan Gabriel, ten and two, Oklahoma portal. Um, Quinn Ewers is, is, I think, the one I could really think of. Yeah, he's all like, who's the best returning quarterback to his same team? <laughs> it's a hilarious question. question. Yeah. What are we doing <laughs> in the fucking sport? Is the question. I would honestly you know I mean? need like, a list of like the teams that have a returning quarterback and who don't. Well, we know. It. Okay, let's just go. SEC. Okay, you got Mertz, I think, right? I guess. I mean, so far. Yeah. Hasn't left um, yet. I, I think Milton, I actually commented. Uh, I think I had a few cocktails and I saw like he's announced he's coming back. And I was like, where was he going? The grocery store? What the <laughs> fuck's going on here? Uh, now, what about uh, old Mrs. Quarterback Jackson Dart? He should be back. He's not in the portal. That's one. Yeah. That's uh, one. Know, Matthew Austin's point. Uh, J- uh, Jalen Milrow. Milrow's back. That's yeah. Well, the season hasn't ended yet. Yeah. He could still True. hit the portal. <laughs> Why would you hit? <laughs> well, Alabama might say, "Dude, can you go?" Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. You think I'm fucking around? I'm being serious. Kyle McCord just went 11 and one, and they told him to leave. Yeah, and it's yeah, probably a better quarterback than Jalen. You're Moore. telling me if Michigan, if Michigan wins by two touchdowns, that they wouldn't consider getting no, getting a better might. quarterback? I think they would. I just think with Milrow, you can see you know raw skills, and I think the more he plays, the better he's going to get. I don't know if you can say the same thing about McCord. Let me ask you this. Is Jalen Milrow a poor man's Michael Vick or a rich man's Jeff Sims? <laughs> rich man Jeff Sims for sure, for sure. I don't even see the Vick comparison besides yeah. besides just being a black or, quarterback. Or, or, yeah. Lamar Jackson. You, oh, you don't see the lightning speed that both of them have? No, they don't remind me of each other. Okay, how about Lamar Jackson? That I see more. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. I was just going with the first fast good quarterback I could think of. Um, I would say Daniels, Jaden Daniels, is more Michael Vick. More even of a that slender build. Yeah, gives Michael Vick's throwing ability a lot of cr- uh, credit there. Jalen Daniels is a much better 
Uh, Jaden Daniels. Uh, wait, Jalen Chan. Keep getting those two fixed. You said Jalen. He's saying the Kansas quarterback. The Kansas quarterback. <laughs> I think that's uh, whatever. Let's just move on. No, my point though is, is like, th- come on, this is a fair point. There's not many quarterbacks. If you assume McCarthy's gone, you really have to play this game, which is unheard. Of. I've never done this before in college football. Where you actually have to say which quarterbacks are coming back that are actually going to be at the same team. Penix is, and Knicks are gone. Yeah. Uh, McCarthy gone. Your boy Fafita. That's the one. But I'm assuming that he could here, still let, hit the let, portal because down, yeah, true. because because someone's going to give him big money. Let's go down the top 25 real quick as they as it currently stands. College football poll uh, rankings uh, and see who's returning. Michigan McCarthy presumably gone. Yeah. Right. Uh, Penix gone. Yep. Ewers probably back. I, I think he's back. I think he's back, but he's another one that could potentially hit the portal. They win it all. He's yeah. gone. Okay. And this stupid ad just popped up. So I can't even see the rest of the teams. It's not, uh, is, is that Robin hood? <laughs> <laughs> you really uh, have to go to like another level, like, like Cade club, Nick, or yeah, yeah, you know, uh, Garrett Green, maybe Milrow. Uh, Milrow, but I, no, yeah. Milrow's one that I don't even know that he'll be back at Bama, though. Like I said, if they lose, I bet you they try to get a better quarterback. Yeah, they might. Rotomaker, is he really the starter? Not, uh, they're, no, they're already talking, they're already talking to DJU, so they're trying to get yeah, a quarterback there. They better be. Uh, Keaton Salter, that's for that's now. one, that's for now. one. That's one for Liberty. Uh, Georgia, uh, what's his name? Should be back, right? Well, what Vandergriff transferred to Kentucky today? Really? Yeah. They might have a strange move. Got to start somewhere. All of Vanderbilt's teams in the portal. It's hard to really make sense of this. There's not many quarterbacks. Will Aller still be there at Penn State? So far, so good. Yeah, I would think so. Even though they're hiring Kansas' offensive coordinator, which runs the quarterback a lot, so I don't know. But Carson Beck at Georgia's back. Dude, Kyle McCord should go to Penn State. He's from Pennsylvania. He should go to honestly, Nebraska should just give him as much money as possible. <laughs> Sims yeah. is back in the portal. Yeah. Hank Bachmeyer's in the portal. Taylor Green. Interesting. It's gonna be interesting next summer when we're doing previews. You know, when when we're talking about over unders for next year, because this is just out of control. What I I can't I mean look the portal's been crazy the past couple of years but you at least for the most part kind of knew like oh Drake May's coming back to Carolina yeah Caleb Williams is coming back to USC Penix will be at Washington this is this is fucking chaos I mean you, you try to like figure out who the Will Howard's gone from K State where's he going every good quarterback on like a nine win team or eight win team and above is in the portal it feels like with the exception of Klubnik and like a, a rare few yeah you're right well. You know, we said that the uh, you know one and done in college basketball was a, a great equalizer, at which allowed more experience. You know what mid majors in college basketball to come up and challenge the, the the blue bloods. Maybe the portal has the same effect, especially with a twelve team playoff. You know, a lot of good teams losing their depth, and a lot of these uh, mid level G five teams maybe stealing some great transfers and. Uh, well, you know, but I think I think the big programs that lose a quarterback, they're going to get a quarterback too. So it's just going to be a great reshuffling, you know. Probably yes. But I also think that might result in in you know it's like the Brady thing, uh, Tom Brady's comments about why the the NFL quarterback plays so bad, you know. What What did he say about that? Well, I, I I'm it. just saying Brady was saying that they're not developed as well. 
that might be an element of this is that by you switching fucking teams every year. Yeah. You never you learn a you system know what I mean? very like, well. How many DJ you, you know, he still has two years of college. He can go to a different team next year as a grad transfer. <laughs> now I hold on. I thought it was just one. You're only allowed one transfer as an undergraduate, right? And but he's a NCAA graduate. Be, he's a fucking graduate. He is now Clemson just passes you, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, then he can't transfer again. Cause then he'd be out of eligibility, right? No, because he's graduated early. These kids come uh, into college as yeah. like, graduated in like yeah. three years. Yeah. They come into college as juniors now. They start taking college this classes stupid. as freshmen in high school. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll be a negative again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, this is insane. I've never seen it where like every good quarterback, normally you could count on Daquan Finn back at Toledo. You're like, oh, Toledo's gonna be a force again. You're yeah. sitting there, you go one by one on this shit. You're just sitting there like, huh? Jalen Daniels, we think at Kansas. But once again, he kind of just didn't show up this year. So I have no idea if he's going to be on Kansas next year. Fafita, we think at Arizona, but let's be honest. If Auburn says, Hey, here's $5 million. I happen, you know, look, Noah Fafita is a baller and I happen to know his dad, but I, I kind of think you would take the money if I had to hey. guess, you know what <laughs> I mean? I wouldn't be able no to blame him. him. Yeah. So it, it, it makes you want to Dante more for UCLA. I mean, it's, it's really everybody. Everybody, every good quarterback, Will Rogers, if you call him good, he's in the portal. <laughs> KJ Jefferson. What, Gosh. Name me a quarterback not in the portal that's good. We name what two, three? Mikey Keene. There we go. Fresno State's Mikey Keene. The backup Logan Fife is in the portal though. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm just going down the standings, and you're right. It's hard to look at any team and say, "Man, oh, you know they have a, a really good quarterback coming back." It's crazy. It it goes back to my theory that all quarterbacks are bitches. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, Patty, you, you said UVA needs a quarterback. What about Calandria? He's not on the portal, is he? Yeah, not yet, not yet. He's, he's got a bright future. I thought he I thought he played pretty good as a. He true did freshman. play well. He did play well. Yeah. But you know, I'm sure if a true stud you know came in, then they would go for him. Uh, Calandria also had a habit of making an ass out of himself, like. Saying not if, but when we beat Virginia Tech, and then proceeding to have fifty-five hung on them and have their <laughs> their own field stormed by Virginia Tech. That he's was an young, easy he's move. He's a young guy. <laughs> He'll learn. Yeah. We we hawk in the chat. Shout out to we. Why spend very much time recruiting quarterbacks out of high school now? It's a waste of resources. A lot of people are saying that that this is the death of recruiting in general. You know, is the trans. This is. I mean, I've always thought football recruiting's much more overrated than basketball. But yeah. Um. Now I think like why even quote the, the Yeah. Who stays? Like I'm talking every position. They're all transfers. So it's like I don't even know how you rank your recruiting rankings. Because how do you, at the end of the day, I'm talking four years from there. You're like, wait, they're they're scattered everywhere. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I don't know. Like Grant Graham Mertz is a five star. I he's probably not gonna Billy Napier will be fired by next year. He'll probably transfer somewhere else. You know what I mean? It's like you're gonna you know, your third you be on your third university. Well, you know, yeah. an, an interesting thing, obviously, that twenty four seven sports does is the re ranking players once they enter the enter the transfer portal. So you kind of do get an updated talent, uh, I guess, ranking for the team each year now. Um, but I, again, trying to make sense and balance like the transfer portal rankings and the recruiting rankings, they just need a composite that is like, how talented do we think this team is? Yeah. Well, it's like, why even like, you, you know, we get excited when like, okay, Colorado's going to land this five star a, like the early signing day thing. You have no idea if you're even going to get them because yeah. 
And then you're like, what are you going to get for a year? <laughs> you don't play them. Even if you do play them, they bounce. It's just, I don't know, man. It's t- yeah. it's hard to get. Like I, I love the sport, but it's definitely harder to get behind. Maybe now we than, see than wake yeah. uh, after all the progress. Uh, Jim um, or no, what's his name? Uh, uh, Clausen, Dave Clausen had made, you know, and with that Jim Grobe approach of, you know, get old, stay old. Yeah. Can't do that really more. Uh, really. I mean, I guess you could, if you just got old transfers, but are you any more experienced with that approach than any other school? I don't know. It's yeah. kind of sucks. It's kind of it, it, part of the fun of college football is watching yeah, players I develop feel like the fucking the innocence of it is gone. Right. <laughs> Let's go. FCS is where it's at. Uh, folks, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states plus Ontario, Canada. Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space. Their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. So, what are you doing, folks? Uh, sign up using our link to get a risk free bet up to $500. Just go to sportsgatlingpodcast.com slash Bet Rivers and sportsgatlingpodcast.com slash Bet Rivers. Probably gambling call 1 800 Gambler. All right, I wanted to do this before I talk about the uh, the current coaching hires. I wanted to ask you guys. I wanted to go through the 2021 first year coaches. Talk about so they they've been there for three years now. This, no, they're going to be entering year three coming this year. And okay. will that seat where where are we at with you know uh, where they are? And if they'll make it through the year. So next these year. are the coaching mm-hmm. hires following the 2021 season. Yes. 2021, 22 entering hires. year three, Got entering okay. year three. Okay. The most highest profile ones. This was a huge year of coaches. Uh, Lincoln Riley going to USC. I, I would be curious if you look at what Lincoln Riley did, like if you were to grade this right now for USC, you know, the guy's still young. He's only 40 years old, believe it or not. And uh, that's crazy. He's 18 and eight in two years at USC. Are we still like, that was a home run hire, Nick? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I wouldn't say he's done bad. I mean, they probably should have made the playoffs last year, this year, things kind of, you know, came apart. I just think his teams are always soft, you know? Yes. He always has, you know, high powered offenses and, He's kind of cutting edge on that side of the ball, but uh, you know, I just I don't trust him as a as a really good head coach. Uh, Clay Helton's first two years, remember, he was thrown in when they fired uh, Lane Kiffin on the tar- or on the tarmac. Oh, no, Steve Sarkeesian. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Steve Sarkeesian when they fu- fired him for uh, not not showing up to uh, to coach, <laughs> and then he tried at least, to su- at least Lincoln Riley has shown up, and he I hadn't tried think- to sue the own university yet. Could, I don't could think he, he, I don't yeah. think he has a drinking problem. I don't think. <laughs> So but it's so funny ha- that you said Sark because uh, <laughs> Sark's looking better right now. Well, that that's hold on. Uh, hold yeah, on. Sorry. USC Clay Helton was twenty-one and six his first two years. Wow. Twenty-one and six his first two years. <laughs> what do you make of that, Patty C? I mean, I guess by the time Helton had taken over, he took over for uh, Kiffin directly. Yeah. It's tough to say what Kiffin had, how full he had left those covers. I think he was probably pretty decent, obviously toward the end, um, but obviously not good enough. Uh, I mean, they were still talented. They were they were still a pretty good, uh, a talented roster. Would they 
they ended up coming back in his first year against uh, Penn State and beating them in the uh, Rose Bowl. Yeah. Uh, it, it's actually probably a, a similar first two years for them. It's a, a standout first year, kind of regressed in the second year. And Sark, by the way, is entering year four next year. So he's one year ahead of this cycle. Yeah, I would say uh, Lincoln Riley definitely needs to show it needs to get ten to ten regular season wins, which is going to be harder in the Big Ten next year. I don't know if that like changes the expectations what they should be. Yeah, going to the Big Ten. So do you think there's a chance that he could be fired at USC next year, Nick? I'll say yes. I mean, I, if they go, what did they go this year? Seven and five. Yeah, yeah. I think get, let him go seven and five again. I, I think they're considering it. Let, but while we're here, I was going to go conference by conference. But since Clay Helton was hired by Georgia Southern the same year, he is twelve and thirteen in two years at Georgia Southern. I've already, I told you, I'm a part of these uh, these groups, uh, and the, you know they're already saying they want him fired at Georgia Southern. But so I would say this one definitely is one that uh, to me, if you don't win more than six next year, you're going to be fired in the regular season too. I think like you won't even get, you won't even coach the bowl game. I think, what do you make of that assessment? And how do you think clay Helton's doing in Statesboro? Well, two years, two bowl games. That's not too bad, but this year they lost what their last four games. So uh, he both needs years, to both years. I feel like last year was the same story. Yeah, not quite. I mean, they beat App State in double overtime the last game of the season. But you're right; they lost four out of the last five. So yeah, finishing the seasons has not been very good for Georgia Southern. So I well, think he needs to get off to a good start next year. And but I mean, I don't well, know. Remember, they fired what Chad Lunsford, and Lunsford's he was ten and three, seven and six, eight and five, and then just one three and nine season fired. Yeah. So their expectations mighty high there. Let me ask you this: Was he was was Helton that pass happy at USC? Back to back years, Van Trees and now Bryn, uh, second in the nation in pass attempts. Yeah, uh, he had like Kingsbury, right? No, he had Kingsbury for a month. He had <laughs> he right. had the 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 other Leach quarterback that's at Purdue right now, Graham Harrell. He had Graham okay. Harrell, so yes, he was. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know if that. <laughs> If the sensibilities of the pe- people in Georgia Southern are, uh, you know, anti-pass, but if you've succeeded for as long as you have running the triple option, and some guy comes in and just flings the ball all over the field constantly, and doesn't at all live up to your standard, then yeah, that's another reason to sour on him. So maybe that maybe they'll uh, get over it or get over him. Okay, let's continue. The other big name hire from that season was Brian Kelly and his family. At uh, LSU, Brian Kelly, two years in, he did play for an SEC championship. However, though, uh, nineteen and seven. Wait, how could he be nineteen and seven? Oh, because you play a thousand games now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, he was ten and four, and then so yeah, nineteen and seven. They still have a bowl game left. He could go ten. He could have two ten win seasons. He needs another ten win season next year. They, they have. I feel like the LSU standard. Dude, he could be on the hot seat next year. Like I, I, I could see them if they have like a seven or eight win season. I could see them pulling the plug. absolutely. Yeah. Dude, this team has been in the championship essentially every four years for like two decades straight. You know, I uh, don't know. I think he gets at least a fourth year. I mean, nine and three is not bad, especially looking at their losses. You know, their three losses this year: at Ole Miss, at Alabama. Dude, Orgeron won the national championship. They fired him two years later. Well, what, but so what did he go that year? 
He went like seven and six. He went six and six. No, 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 no. I think I think he got fired mid-season. I think he was actually. I think he had a, uh, a winning record that year. He got fired in like October. Or yeah, November. we okay. were at well, the, the game that really got him fired. Yeah, and that was uh, when Colby got eighty-six from the Rose okay. Bowl. Okay, <laughs> so the, the COVID year he went five and five. I mean, they dipped down to like well, very he just average. One. Okay, but look, look, look at LSU's schedule next year: USC, UCLA, Texas A&M, Alabama. At the swamp, Oklahoma on that schedule. If they go like seven and five, you don't think they can pull the plug on them? I think if he goes seven and five in year three, he's he's very much on the hot seat in year four. I I I mean things would have to go really bad for him to. to I I just think LSU is not very patient, and I, like to me, like nor should they be. Yeah. <laughs> Here's yeah. the other thing: LSU is an SEC team, and if you're not winning big and you're not a cultural fit, it's going to get worse faster. You know, if you're Sam Pittman and it's like, okay, you are one of us. Maybe you get that extra year. If you're Brian Kelly and you're shit in the bed and you're just this Massachusetts asshole, then get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, if Daniels wins the Heisman this year, does that help him? I think it does. I think it yeah, does. Just kind of excitement yeah. around, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then I know if you go back and listen to our episode, no, we, I think we did say the Lincoln Riley was a home run hire for USC, but we also said Kalen DeBauer was a home run hire by Washington. He is 24 and two in two seasons. Hmm. How's that going? <laughs> I'd say, I'd say, I don't even well. know if they're going to be able to hang on to him, man. <laughs> Ohio state. One more year. <laughs> yeah. 24 and two freaking Ryan day could lose to Michigan by one point and lose the national championship <laughs> next year. And just, just because of that, just because they didn't beat Michigan or win the national championship, he'll be gone and they'll hire to Bauer. Well, I yeah. know we're going to get to the coaching hires of this year pretty you know, in a little bit, but that's the the one thing about this year is like there's been no big splash hires. Yeah, uh, a little bit of a dud so far in the coaching carousel. I I, I want to get to I want to get to some of those that I think are, are uh but hold on, Dan Lanning. Let I'm curious where you guys are at with Dan Lanning. He's 21 and 5. He has a terrible record against top 10 opponents. I think he's one in five against top 10 opponents, but uh, 21 and five never won a pac 12 championship. That's n- now it's a big 10. Never. It's been two years. I know. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> well, just say that the conference is gone is my yeah. point. It's past True. tense. Yeah. Yeah. We'll never get a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, where you at with Dan Lanning? I think he was an upgrade over Cristobal. Obviously, if you yes. know yeah. me, I think they're happy with him. Yeah, you. Yeah, he's yes. he's yeah. knocking on the doors. Only you know, it was like I said, only two years. So now, yeah, him going to the Big Ten. We'll see how they fare there. I don't know. I, if anything, it might be easier than it was in the Pac-12 this year. This year, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mario Cristobal, by the way, the exact same person or at least coaching experience as Danny or Manny Diaz. I mean. The, well, uh, it's funny you say that because we have Mario Cristobal on here. We can just we can just I fast was, forward there. Yeah, Mario Cristobal enters year three. Now he still has a bowl game against Rutgers, which I would assume they win. He is twelve. I, and, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'd assume that. <laughs> he is he is twelve and twelve right now. Twelve <laughs> and twelve in two years. What the hell happened to Miami? He is six and ten in the ACC. Wow. So basically. What six of his wins are against group of fives, or uh, <laughs> you know, he has, the, the, he has the embarrassing loss to Middle Tennessee last year. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: they spend a shit ton. 
do you think they give him four years because he's a Miami grad? I mean, wasn't wasn't yeah, Manny Diaz wasn't Manny time. Diaz's dad like the fucking mayor of Miami? Yeah, it's true. They just said, "Ah, fuck, fuck you." you. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say one one coach that just seems so exquisitely made for Miami that if he's available, could get Cristobal booted, you know, before his time. Lane Kiffin, um, but I think other than that. Yeah, I think Cristobal because he's one of theirs. He was part of their championship glory, dude. But if he struggles next year, yeah, they're gonna get they impatient. They might fire him. Like, what? I, would I get don't him see fired? Lane Kiffin leaving Ole Miss on his own accord to go to Miami. Well, if they offer more yeah. money, Jay John Ruiz. I know the FBI is coming for him, but I'm saying, <laughs> getting Evan Shapiro out of jail. I think they can combine out, it with yeah. John Ruiz. You think they can <laughs> outbid Ole Miss? I do. And that I do. that SEC money? I do. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. I think they could. I think they could. Uh, and there's a higher ceiling. Lane Kiffin is gonna get sick of ten and two, and you know, not being able to get over the hump. You you could argue. Well, no, actually, that argument. Is, I, I was about to say you could argue there's an easier path to the playoff in the, in ACC, the ACC. But that's we've gone. learned that's, that's <laughs> not yeah. the case anymore. You go yeah. defeated, you still might not get in. Yeah. Uh, well, you I could, guess the the twelve team playoff changes that, but yeah. but still. So next year, December sixth next year, will Mario Cristobal be the head coach of the Miami Hurricanes. Patty C? Yes. Nick? Okay, yes. He'll get to like eight and four. Another interesting one. You mentioned Lane Kiffin. What if Rhett Lashley tears it up with SMU in year one? His sure. ties to Miami. That's true. Just saying. But Just at saying. that point, it's I mean, who has got more money? SMU or Miami? They're, they're both uh, SMU, at that point. SMU just said we don't need any money to to enter the conference. Right. Uh what about Jake Dickert with the with uh with Washington State? Now he was an interim in twenty one. We're not gonna use that. We're gonna use the first two years, which would put him at twelve and thirteen at Washington State. But here's the thing. I think he's gonna kill it next year when they're playing all Mountain West teams. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they go nine and three, ten and two. Yeah, I don't think he's I mean, I think they were pretty competitive. It, if you want to take the eye test, the old proverbial eye test into account here, they looked pretty good most of the year. I mean, almost almost beat Not, Washington. Yeah, in probably the played Apple. Washington better than they looked almost. really good in September. Against Washington, against Washington, they look good. True, but he yeah. still closed the year one and seven in the last eight games. At Colorado, they look pretty good. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a one W. <laughs> Uh, so where are you at? Just, I don't think they would pull the plug on them next year. They they have too many other problems, right? Yeah, I think you're probably right. Just because they will win more games since they're in the Mountain West, they'll probably go bowling. And with all the other stuff up in the air there, I think they they probably hang on to. All right, now here's what I want to get to, and I want I want Patty C because I I you know I I can't help but think of Scotty Wackenheim, the former uh, Eddie Robinson Coach of the Year, when he came on the show. He said, uh. Gary Patterson's the best coach he's ever coached with. He said he knew talent better than anybody. And actually, I saw someone tweet this out. You know, Gary Patterson was on the Texas staff last year. So he's had two straight teams where he left go to the the, the college football playoff, essentially. Um he was a small piece of that Texas team. <laughs> true, but it's still, you know. Uh, Wait, he's currently on them or no, he's not this year. He left last year. Oh last yeah. year. Uh but Sonny Dykes, obviously. He went to the national championship his first year, but uh, follows it with a five and seven season. I think that's a win. <laughs> I think if one of the two years, I don't think he'll be fired next year. 
But I still worry, like uh, I still wonder, like I said, if when they, they go the wrong him, direction again, when they hire him. No, I think I think he'll be I like I think he's good enough where he'll be like six and six, seven and five, almost every year. Maybe some five and seven years, four and eight year occasionally. But I don't think they'll ever sniff a, a Big Twelve championship again with Sonny Dykes. Nick, your thoughts? No, I mean I think last year bought him a good amount of time. Yeah, Big he's 12, making it to year four. Arguably, yeah. getting yeah, he's definitely. Easier. I'm not saying he's going to get fired. Yeah, I'm just do, saying. Do, do we think the Big Twelve is getting easier without Texas, without Texas and Oklahoma? Probably, I would say yeah. you could yes. argue that. It, yeah, <laughs> no, Oklahoma won the Big Twelve like 75 years in a row. But okay. I'm saying, I'm saying like this year was easier because you had UCF, Houston, and Cincy coming in. Next year, you're getting Utah. Arizona State, Colorado, okay. and, and Arizona. I Fair. think I think it's those are programs that are on your like. Th- th- it's harder this year, or it's easier this year we just had than next year. Because I don't of know how about uh, that, I don't what, know. Be, I mean, because of how bad you, to your bet, Nick, where Houston, UCF, yeah. uh, or Cincinnati were all ass. You're adding question. some pretty good teams. Yeah, you're you, adding some pretty. Yeah, good but teams. you're losing Texas and Oklahoma. Dude, Utah, Utah has been yeah. better than Texas yeah. and Oklahoma over the past well, five years. At least Texas, for not, sure. Not this past year, though. Not 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 this year. Yeah, yeah. If well, yeah they're starting doing a out one for the year whole fucking year, but yeah. Look, yeah. you know, Cam Rising's back for his seventy fifth year decent. next year. That's that's a quarterback coming back. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> there we, we go. I forgot about him because he didn't play this year. <laughs> that's the only reason why he's not playing for USC. Uh Let's talk about Oklahoma and Brent Venables. See, I thought he had a huge year this year to buy him time because I do think he's on borrowed time as they enter the SEC. But I think this year bought him time. Six and seven year one. He follows it up with a ten and two season, and then next year obviously next year becomes a little bit of a Let me ask you this. Jeff Levy leaving a blessing in disguise for Oklahoma. It is. It is. But I still think I still think it's just going to be tough, man. Like what do you, what are their expect like Oklahoma has unreal expectations, right? And when you look at the schedule, well, probably entering the SEC, yes. That's what I'm saying. Look, next year they have uh away games at Ole Miss, at LSU, at Auburn, the the Texas game in the Cotton Bowl, the Red River Shootout. Home to Alabama, home to Tennessee, <laughs> even like home to Tulane and Houston. I feel like are yeah. challenging games, uh, especially when you're catching well, I guess body Tulane, blows from t- Alabama. Tulane lost Fritz, but I guess Houston gained Fritz. But I, so I mean, <laughs> anyway, uh, I just even they have, they're at Missouri next year too. Missouri's only going to get better, I think. Um, that's they're going to go. What what's the ceiling for Oklahoma? Especially with Levy stepping out, do it. They haven't hired a new coordinator yet, have they? They did. Who, who was it? Seth Latrell. Latrell, that's yeah. right. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's not many clear cut. Like, okay, what games would you favor them in? Home to Temple, home to Houston, home to Tulane, home to South Carolina. I'd, I'd favor them in all oh, those. Rattle those again. Sorry. Temple. Let me, let me dial in here. Win. Houston. Yep. Tulane. Tulane probably. almost beat them last time they played there. Still probably. Um, South Carolina. They should be four and zero. Well, no, I'm not going chronologically. Oh, okay, I'm just doing the ones I think they're favored. In. I, w- I would ask you: Would they be favored at home against Tennessee next year? They should be. Yeah, at home. Yeah. Tennessee's got that five star though. Yeah, that's not a so gimme. I'm saying Tennessee. Do you want to talk about NIL collectives? Tennessee is fucking spending. Yeah. Uh, home to Alabama. Loss. 
uh, Cotton Bowl against Texas, Red River Shootout. I think you would favor Texas right now, considering they're going to return everybody, and they buy everybody. Uh, let's give them uh, a loss, yeah. At Auburn, uh, year two of strip club freeze. I would assume. 50 50 game. Let's give them the win, but we'll give them the next 50 50 game a loss. Their, their away games in the SEC are, yeah. are rough. Yeah. At Auburn, at LSU. So at LSU. They'll certainly lose one of those two. At Missouri. Okay, that's another 50 50 game. At Ole Miss. They'll probably lose one of those two. So I'm saying, like, there's a lot of losses potentially on the schedule. Yeah. Sure. And get this Dylan Gabriel's gone. You're going to be starting a brand new quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I, Jackson yeah, Arnold, I think, I think he could be looking at. A seven and five, eight and four type season. Now, yeah, w- would that get him fired? I think mm, ten and two's bottom. I don't at think least year two years. one. No, yeah. What do you mean? Year one, he was six. Year and seven. one of the SEC. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Um, I, yeah, I agree, Colby. I, I think he gets a fourth year uh, unless they're like below five hundred next season or something. All right, now let's talk about Marcus Freeman. Because you want to talk about this is the one that really is all over the place to me. The the teams they lose to. <laughs> They yeah. should have been so much better this year. I, I actually believe, like, if you had a large playoff, they could be a team to go very far this year. I think from a teams that I've watched that are the most complete. Now, I will say they demit, they they could use a wide receiver, just an explosive player. <laughs> all right, <laughs> but as far as like a complete team, like I trust the defense, I trust the 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 offense, you know, the run game and the quarterback play. I don't know how they fucked. Like this was the year to do it, man, dude. Losing, they 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 choked so bad against Ohio State. Uh, the Louisville loss, they got their ass. He's eighteen in. and eight in two years. That's not good enough. No, it's not great. It's a huge year next year, but they're gonna. You gotta. F- the, me- the media still loves him. I don't know because he's you know kind of a you know good looks, you know, cool looking or something. Jack, handsome it- son of a gun, young. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a lot of like things me. working. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Some, talking about Bobby Petrino, <laughs> um, but I, I think if he was any other coach, I think maybe I mean nine and three is not bad, but it's not what Notre Dame expect. Now I will say this: Notre Dame's schedule. I remember looking at this; I thought was favorable going into next season. Right? Wow, you've already looked at that. <laughs> I, I, I dude, are you kidding me, dude? I'm, I'm looking at schedule. I know the 2025 schedule. Dude, taking uh, a peek at this right <laughs> off the bat, they are fucking. Potentially running the table here. Well, the twelve team playoff, so they're gonna get into the playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're well, tough. That, that, ten that and two it buys them a lot of time. Yeah. Well, they at Texas A and M and at USC, they could. That, those could be the two and losses. Then, Florida yeah, State at home, maybe they lose. Maybe that. Louisville nine and three. Yeah, I guess after two, this bro. year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it's a favorable schedule for sure. Uh, so do you think you think he'll be there for a fourth year? Yeah, they'll be in the sure. playoffs. So, I mean, I guess you can't say a year from now they'll be, f- I guess it depends on who they get at quarterback and potentially Riley Leonard. Yeah. Now here's where the real over under is. Uh, all right. I don't know if this would be an over under or how would you say this, but is it more likely Notre Dame is in a n- national championship game or even wins in it probably in a national championship game or that he gets fired? What would you take? What would you pick if you had to take one of those two? $5,000. I mean, I kind of need to know who they have at quarterback. If they had Hartman for another year, I think they could actually play for the national championship. Okay. But and and if they get Riley Leonard, I, I, you guys think Riley Leonard's better than Hartman? I think he's a better runner, but I think Hartman might be a little more poised as a passer. Probably, oh, yeah. yeah. Hartman's yeah. a better passer, for but, sure. But you know, in terms of like opening things up, maybe Leonard is. Uh, 
I don't know. Notre Dame, like you said, needs additional playmakers. They don't yeah. need so you what can't happened distribute to the, days the of ball. Rock and Ishmael and Tim Brown. They used to right. have guys, Ricky Waters. Like, what yeah. the hell well, happened? They were probably very dirty under Lou Holtz. Uh, uh, you telling me they're still not dirty? Get the fuck. Out of here. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe not. Come on, quite. doesn't the Catholic Church have some money? Yeah, pony well, up. Well, yeah, and now it's not even dirty. <laughs> now it's just like you're trying to keep up. Uh, let's talk about our friend. Our friend here, Jim Mora. All right, great first season, getting UConn to a bowl game, <laughs> but year two. Now, granted, now granted, Joe Fagnano got out for the year. That both years he's had as a starting quarterback get a, get knocked out for the year, but six and seven followed by three and nine. He's nine and sixteen. I think considering what he walked into, where they were winless, I think he's okay for a few more years. Hold on, I totally lost track. Who Jim Mora. Jim Mora. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I kind of agree with you, Colby. The only th- difference might, or the only thing that might change that is I think UConn, they want to succeed, to succeed in football, to make them more attractive to, but they were uh, so bad. Uh, like, yeah, I know. But now is like their time to strike. If they want to get into a major conference, it, it has to be soon. So they want to be good in football in order to you know make them look more appealing. This is, you're but not going to get a better hire. I think you're right. right. I think now. you're yeah. right. I think he's fine for a couple of seasons. What do you think, Patty? What did Jim Mora accomplish at UCLA or anywhere? Two two ten win seasons at UCLA. I guess that's pretty good. Yeah, he yeah. actually only really had one losing season. That's better yeah. than what Chip Kelly's done. I mean, it yeah. seemed like a super grand slam home run hire for Dude, first year. He went six and seven. That's a that considering a, they were winless year. the year before. That's a great first year. But this is a pretty big regression from that in year two. True, but three and nine. All right. Yeah, they need to get better, or the seat gets hot. They better not Terry Bowden him, right? <laughs> uh, all right, moving along. How about Don Brown at UMass? Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> Donnie Brown, what has he done? What do you mean? He beat Jerry Kill this past year. That was a huge win for the program. So year one, one and eleven. Follows it year two, three and nine. Well, progress. Yeah, keep I that think, up. I think UMass is ecstatic with three and nine. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know trending in the right direction. You know, you look at his other, you know, his his first time at UMass. The third year was the big jump. His first time at or he was previously at Northeastern. Third year was the big jump. Maybe maybe next year UMass is uh you know winning nine ten games. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, slow your roll, Matt. <laughs> they played some pretty darn good teams. New Mexico State conference championship beat game, beat right? Em. And they beat them. <laughs> Auburn on the road, tough. Miami Redhawks, conference champion of the MAC. Uh, they, they played East. They should have beat Eastern Michigan. They should have. Toledo was in the conference championship. Penn State ten and two, <laughs> beat Army. Liberty a fucking conference champion. <laughs> what are they doing? Why is UMass scheduling every this? team they play won ten games? <laughs> yeah. How many bold teams are on the schedule? Honestly, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, potentially eight. Nine, nine out of your twelve. That is tough. Yeah. That is tough. Calm down, UMass. Um, all right, moving, moving forward. Let's do. Let's talk about Jerry Kill. I mean, is he is he killing it? <laughs> See what you did there. Um, I mean, are you seriously asking that question? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the answer is yes. What is he? T- two years in, he's seventeen and ten, and he's still got a bowl game here. He's their best coach ever. <laughs> but build him a statue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm loving the the new state of New Mexico rivalry, dude. Oh, somehow they that. both yeah. they, somehow there's some great coaches in the state of uh, New Mexico now, which is kind of surprising. 
It's, well, I can't were, wait. They to were watch. both able to land really good coaches. Yeah. It's it's a, almost curious that a, a sandwich between Arizona and Texas. New Mexico hasn't been able to produce any kind of football yeah. <laughs> like in forever. And now it's finally coming to fruition. Hey, Brian Urlacher was pretty good. It's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. 10. So, wow. What a, what a, he's coach of the year in my opinion, but uh, Mike Elko, he's already gone from Duke. So look out of the ones that are gone, Mike Elko promoted essentially UAB hired Bryant Vincent. He, uh, they fired him after he made a bowl and they look like shit this year. He went to New Mexico as an OC. Now he's the head coach at ULM. He got hired at ULM. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they fired Ken Wilson at Nevada. So Nevada didn't uh, he, uh, Ken Wilson, the only guy that truly got fired. Vincent was kind of like an interim. Told you, basis. Patty C. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy. Sorry. Your boy. Again, yeah. again, let, let's, let's go back. I was never on Ken Wilson. <laughs> I was you talking about you invited him to your Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> How many would he get two years there? Yeah. Probably enough. It's probably all he deserved. <laughs> I, I think that yeah, it's all enough. Yeah. <laughs> all right, moving down the ranks. John Summerall at Troy. I know they're talking about him at uh, Duke here. You heard you heard this rumor, Nick? Yeah, I heard that name uh, thrown out there. John, I'd, I'd, I'd be okay with it too. I mean, this is a guy who's kind of killing it. He is uh, yeah. twenty three and four as a head coach. Still got a bowl game left. Too. He could be twenty four and four heading Woo. into year three. Whew. Patty C. This uh, summer all at Troy. Yeah, he's destroying it. Done a great job. Two yeah. Sun Belt championships too. Yeah. What more do you want? Yeah. What I mean, they doing their bowl game last year? Not that that really matters, but just out of curiosity. I believe didn't they lose? I think they lost. Right? Didn't they get upset by like Western Kentucky? Maybe. No, they won. They beat UTSA actually. Eighteen what, what, to twelve. What's yeah. his record against JMU? <laughs> <laughs> This guy. All right, moving along. Yeah, uh, the, the funny thing is that they play Duke in the bowl game too. Yeah. Maybe a little audition. Mm. Yeah, could be. Could be. Let's talk about Jeff Tedford. Is that just a slam dunk? Yeah, slam dunk here. Uh this year, kind of. Well, I guess they they won the conference championship. Yeah, I guess that that no, counts Keen, as one. Keen was hurt. Well, uh, another thing is he's not coaching the bowl game because I think he has another health issue. But uh, yeah, that's the scary thing. Yeah, eight and four this year, ten and four last year. He beat two power fives this year, so you're not. Yeah, he's not. He, the no, not I'm hot. thinking of Mountain yeah. West. No, uh, it was who won the uh, um, Mountain West? Boise State. Boise. Okay, so yeah, seven and five. What eight but and Fresno? Well, he won it last year at, for, uh, okay. at Fresno. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I feel like there's nothing. He's fine. He's fine. Uh, Rhett Lashley, SMU, fine, right? Yeah. Won the AAC going into the eleven and two, pretty nice. What do you think they do in the the ACC next year? I got to see their schedule. I think they could be a fucking like. Let's talk about this. They'll go bowling. Definitely so. Dude, BC just went bowling. They're and they're playing BC (laughs) in the Fenway Bowl. Uh, They could be really. They could be like. That could be the sneaky play. Could could SMU save the ACC? Uh, you know, at, at first I was like, I was like SMU, but you know, the more and more, I, they got a pretty good basketball program. The football program just won ten games. They got George Bush. Was, He's on I, the I phone. Their ACC is very lucky that they were talked into taking SMU. Yeah, for yeah. no money. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, you're going to give us your best overall wait. sports program yeah. for free. You know, we, okay, we'll take yeah. it because we we're still paying Boston college, <laughs> All right. All right. We're still paying Syracuse. Right. Um, uh, speaking of basketball though, 
as poorly as it turned out for the, and maybe as, as bad as those teams were the new additions to the big 12, uh, how great are they doing in basketball right now? Uh, Houston, number one nationally in the net uh, BYU, number two and Cincinnati, number 15 in the net. If you get three of the top 15 teams coming into your conference and Arizona comes one, next year yeah, and Utah's pretty good this big year, 12 basketball. Really, Bobby Hurley's at Arizona State. Going to put everyone to shame. I didn't think <laughs> Big East or ACC would ever get trumped, but the Big Twelve looks like that conference. They're doing it. They're doing yeah. it, uh, folks. Hold on, we're going to get to a few more of these. But want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. They got NFL, NBA, NHL, college football, and college basketball. Simply pick higher or lower in your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in, people. Uh, so watch along, make picks, maybe make a little extra cash on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, sign up with the promo code TCESGPN, and Underdog will uh, double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. And get this, we'll throw it, we'll throw in. Uh, you know, show us a screenshot of you signing up with TCESGPN, uh, getting in there, and show us that, and we're gonna put you in a little college football playoff, like uh, you know, competition where you're guaranteed. To to win a college football experience T-shirt, the old David Stern lottery. Yeah, yeah, it's rigged. We're gonna rig this thing. All right, the cold envelopes are here. All right. <laughs> uh, so what are you doing? Promo code TCE SGPN, folks. Uh, we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, folks. Uh, yeah, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform. Bar. Parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit HOFbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, couple couple more coaches on this list. Want to go through one, uh, one quick thing. Uh, Weehawk, shout out to him. He just threw out SMU schedule. So at home in conference, Boston College, Cal, Florida State, Pitt. I think they, they could win all of those. Yeah, wait, two and two. Then wait, two and two. They could win all those. Boston College, oh, Cal, Flor- who Florida, Florida State, and Pitt. Oh, I didn't hear Florida State. Okay, yeah. No, but I, mean, I, I was about to say like I would favor them. They could also everyone. go one and three. They could also they, beat Florida State too. And I can go four and zero. Oh. No, come on. Two and two. Yeah. Maybe. And then at Duke, Louisville, Stanford, UVA. Pretty, pretty good road schedule. I mean, Louisville's the only one that's like a a Duke's gonna be breaking in a new no, not two and two, three and one, dude. They're better than Louisville. Your boys. That's the loss. Duke is breaking in a brand new head coach and losing Riley Leonard. UVA has, you know, that might be a win. Uh and then who is the other one? Stanford. They might go three and one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think SMU is gonna be just fine next he year. He tried to he tried to sling that UVA bullshit by us <laughs> right there. Did you see that? <laughs> uh, let's talk about Joey McGuire because I would say year one was a huge success. Eight and five beat Texas. Now last year, tough, but still six and six. You're making a bowl game. Chance to go seven and six. He's fourteen and eleven in two years, and he's done it with, I believe, six different starting quarterbacks. Woo. This year um, was kind of disappointing because I think their uh, season win total was at like eight or something, right? So they were, were in those games, though, man. Like yeah. if you go back to like what they they should have beat Wyoming, they should have beat Oregon. They lose by seven at West Virginia, and then they got I, their ass whooped in their other ones. But I mean, he, he's still on firm ground. But 
you kind of want to have the six and six year first year and then the eight and four yeah, year. Fair. You know, you don't want to come out of the gates too great because then when you <clears> dip <throat> a little bit, people are like, what the hell's going on? You know, where's our trajectory? But Still, I think he's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's that? 14 and 10 over two years. I think you take that if you're Texas Tech. It's hard for me to get excited about Joey McGuire just because I didn't know a ton about him prior to him taking that uh, post. Yeah. But, you know, that first year opened everyone's eyes and got to give him, give that man some time. West Texas, Texas Tech in general is hard for me to get super excited about. Like, what? True. Why is that? Is it, is it, why is there a ceiling on you're Texas a Big Tech? 12 hater yeah. just like me? Yeah. But they're just, they just can't seem, they don't seem to have the same potential most years. Really? Because I think their NIL collective. They should. Yes. Texas Tech should be. I actually think like they're, they're like ahead of Baylor to me. And, and I don't know about Houston, but TCU, I would say long term. Yeah. I mean, they're, those are private schools in Texas. Texas Tech. Is a state level institution. Obviously, the state flagship Texas is going to have advantages. But what separates a Texas Tech from a Texas A&M? Why does Texas A&M have so much more, so many more resources than Texas Tech? But it seems like they really do. But either way, if Texas Tech can get exciting and represent the west side of the state, then sure, maybe I get excited about Texas Tech. There we go. I mean, shit. They played in the national championship in basketball not long ago. Should have won. It's true. If it wasn't for some bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> some wahoo bullshit. Probably shouldn't have uh, won. What about Mike McIntyre? I feel like this is the hardest job of of all of them that we've mentioned. Maybe you could talk me into UMass being harder. Um, four and eight. His first two years. Eight and sixteen overall. They went winless the year before he got there. Is that yeah, right? Or they won? did. They did. Yeah. I mean, so I think you're. You're still happy with what he's doing there, and their whole team got raided. And I, this is the hard yeah. part: is like that you're seeing it again. Their their receiver just Notre Dame just landed their receiver. Mm. Uh, John Blake, his name, Chris Mitchell, I believe his name is. Yeah, uh, they got their whole team raided this past year. Yep, that's so, got to be par for the course, though. That that has to be the expectation. So there. then four that's and eight, like ULM. Yeah, they are they are on ULM's level to me, where it's like they're just gonna get destroyed yeah. in the portal every year. Florida <laughs> International is one of the Worst jobs in the country. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you had you take four and eight, but not that yep. wasn't good enough for Terry Belton. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Belton was going four and eight, and they're like, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> uh, Jay Norvell. I he hit the over first this year. However, I still thought they would be bowling, and they didn't this year. Now, I do think the team was a lot more competitive this year. Yeah, they they should. Definite signs of growth. Three and nine year one, five and seven year two. They're sitting at eight and sixteen. Should have beaten Colorado. Should have been bowling. I don't know if they should have beaten them. That was a great game, but they oh, had them maybe. dead to rights yeah. toward the end yeah. of that game. Yeah, they should have. Shadur Sanders I'll made a that. miracle comeback there. Uh that and that would have got them bowling, but they also had a Hail Mary touchdown against Boise. Call that a wash. Should. Yeah. Five and they seven. They lost some close ones. They lost that, you know, at UNLV lost by two. The 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 season finale at Hawaii, they lost by three. I thought he was going to be able to turn this around a little bit quicker, but I still think the program is headed upward. He gets a fourth year, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then we got Michael Devereaux. Michael Desmoreau for uh, how the fuck is this guy still employed? I understand he went to the school, but man. Bowling twice in a row, right? Uh, <laughs> I think at six and six both years, right? Yeah. And they're the most talented Technically team. Technically bowling. The most talented team in the conference. If you six and seven, year one. 
six to six this year. You know, I do like Jacksonville State minus three against Louisiana. I do too. I do too. I do. I also like uh, JMU to hire Rich Tribe. Please make that happen. Dicking around, not hiring. He's got to get four years though, because he's doing just enough, right? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I think next year is a huge year for him. I think he needs to be better than six and six. Well, if you are the most talented team in the conference, you absolutely need to be better than six and six. You see what Troy's doing now. Troy has surpassed them so quickly, and then uh, South Alabama, same thing, pretty much. Yeah, you're right. I think they went six and six this year too, but still. All right, let's talk about Joe Moorhead. Your boy. <laughs> Not quite what we had in mind. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the worst luck? I want to. Uh, so he is uh, four and 20 in two seasons. Ooh. This year, this year, can we talk about this? Three point loss to Temple when they're up the entire game. Uh, overtime, four overtime loss to Indiana by two. Overtime loss to Buffalo by three. Seven point loss to Central Michigan. Overtime loss, double overtime loss to Eastern Michigan. I mean, this team was in a lot of fucking games. All right. Yeah, maybe you got it. When you're at Akron, give your coaches time. Give them a long runway. Yeah. This might be the worst job in the country. It's right up there. <laughs> how is this? How is I don't understand how you could win it like Bowling Green, but not Akron. Are they just throwing more money into Bowling Green? Is that is that your angle there? <laughs> like, how do you Akron? I feel like is more ghetto. I feel like it's like just the Worst place in the world, <laughs> dude. Last year, you go back the year before to his first season, he has a nine point loss to Liberty, right? Who was very good that year, beat Arkansas at Arkansas. Three point loss to Bowling Green, seven point loss to Central Michigan, six point loss to Kent State, six point loss to Eastern Michigan, one point loss to Buffalo. This team just can't win a close game. That's that, that's it's got to that tide's got to turn. I'm that on, was last year, too. I'm th- on the yeah, that was two years ago. Okay, uh, yeah. last year, I mean. Uh, yeah, I'm on the over next year too. I'm dying hard on this fucking, <laughs> on this fucking wager. Believe it. Um, it's got to change. Your luck in these close games has to change. Well, I, I do. I will say that playing in that many close games, I believe, makes you learn how to win those eventually. You know. Yeah. What about Stan Drayton at Temple? I thought he overachieved in the first year, but now EJ Warner's in the portal. Yeah. They regressed three and nine both years. Six and eighteen overall. One and seven in the AAC his first year, which I was okay with because Cincy, UCF, Houston was in it. Now those teams gone. One and seven again. I think he's on borrowed time. Oh, he's on the hot seat for sure. Temple I think he's was on good not time. too long ago. Yeah. So it's not like it's like UMass bad. Uh so yeah, I think this, uh, year three is And they uh, don't have EJ Warner pivotal. now. Warner's yeah. in the portal. Right. I guess my opinion of Temple should have changed with their relative success somewhat recently, but I still think of them as like one of the most terrible programs. So well, yes. it is Northeast football. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest, hang on here, but I mean, dude, they had some really good years for a while. Well, they have like, golden golden was pretty good there. They had your boy Adazio. He went nine and four there. Okay. So look, look at this run from 2009, from 2009 to 2019, 10 years. Ready? Yeah. 2009, nine and four. 2010, eight and four. Who are these coaches, by the way? Al Golden, nine and four, then eight and four, right? 2011, Adazio, nine and four. Then in 2012, a little regression, four and seven, Adazio. And somehow he got promoted to Boston College's head coaching position. Unbelievable. Uh, Then rule year one, two and 10, then six and six, then 10 and four, 10 and four, seven and six, 
eight and five, oh, shit. eight and five. They only had two losing seasons. <laughs> They've had a pretty a good decade. run. But then Rod Carey, the COVID year, one and six. After that, three and nine, three and nine, three and nine. Someone's this is a big year for this Stan is, Drayton. Drayton went three and nine his first two years. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Patty, if you go back to like the nineties, Temple was awful. They were very bad. They were yeah. very, very bad. But if you go to the eighties when they had Todd Bowles, they were they were all right. <laughs> All right, now we get to your boy Tony Cosby, Elliott. Uh, yeah, they got that Cosby money. <laughs> Tony Elliott, year three, so he is six and sixteen. He was three and seven. Remember, they had the tragic shit happen in Charlottesville there, and then last year th- or this year three and nine. So six and sixteen heading into next season. You think they would give him a a fourth year, NC Nick? What does he have to do? Five, you know, five thought- and seven. I thought they were really showing signs of life this season. They had a couple really before that, close before losses. that Virginia Tech game. That's what I was getting at. And then, uh, I mean, you got the JMU lost by one. The NC State and Boston College lo- lo- loses by losses by three. The Miami lost by three. They were in that game with Louisville. They could have won that. Then they beat Duke. But then what the hell happened against Virginia Tech? So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. We'll see. I think he need, he he again needs a big year three. Frankie's asking if Boston College will fit in ACC geographically. Uh, I don't think so. They're on the Atlantic coast. <laughs> Geographic ge- geography doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah, and the ACC dude, they're in Berkeley. What are you talking about? Um, yeah. uh, but you know who Tony Elliott kind of reminds me of? Scott Satterfield. Uh, just <laughs> impressive, like. Performances, losses. yeah, and <laughs> losses would ultimately come down to losses. But North Carolina Satterfield was a Satterfield was a very good coach for App State. Tony Elliott hasn't been a very good coach anywhere. Uh, Tony <laughs> Elliott won two national championships as an oh, offensive oh, coordinator. He won, no, he won. He oh, yeah. I thought he Jeff Scott two was. Rings. I thought Jeff Scott oh, was. No, the I'm OC. pretty sure uh, Tony Elliott was there for both of them. I know he was on the oh, staff, like but co- I don't think he was co OCs. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's get over to Brent Pry. So we think Tony Elliott this time next year. I think they're going to give him a fourth year, Nick. What do well, you think? Well, they're UVA. Yeah. They're fucking yeah. schmucks. <laughs> I think they'll give him a fourth year too. Cause I think they're going to be, I think they, they might win one or two more games that, than this year. Yeah. yeah. Five and seven. Go five the and seven. In Charlotte. <laughs> All right. Now we got Brent Pry three and nine or three and eight is first. Remember that ninth game was canceled uh, or they would have been maybe one four. Um, then six and six last year. Bowling, and he has a chance to go. So he's nine and fourteen right now. Has a chance to go ten and fourteen if they beat the the Tulane Green Wave without their head coach or Michael Pratt, which is likely. Dude, um, after the way Tech ended this season, you have to be stoked about fucking Brent Pry. I would think. Nick, I mean, Kyron Drones is probably the second best returning quarterback in the ACC, behind Klubnik. <laughs> he still lost to Marshall this year, though. Early. I guess it was game. Yeah, four, they so. they turned a corner there a little bit mid season. Finished the year pretty strong. Wait, so hold on. Let's try to let's try to look at this thing here. Well, consider in the uh, Florida State game, like uh, you go back to that Marshall game. That's when it was looking real bad because ODU, Purdue, Rutgers, and Marshall. None of those teams <laughs> strike fear in most uh, people's heart, and they came out of that stretch one and three. Next year, we, they're yeah. The, we thought he might get fired like yeah. this year. Yeah. Next, they, before they turned it around. Next year, their right. road games are at Vanderbilt, at Duke, at Miami, at Stanford, at Syracuse. I mean, dude, they could have a That's huge nice year next year. Dude, nice road schedule. Keep giving him these fucking 
cakewalk nice non-conference <laughs> and they're, they're, they're oh, at Old Dominion too. I forgot in there, right? Their home games: Marshall, Rutgers, Virginia, Boston College, Clemson, Georgia Tech. They're going to go eleven and one next yeah. year. Yeah, they can go eleven and one next year. Brent Pry will be national coach of the year <laughs> next year. <laughs> we say that, but watch him go six and six again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think you're excited about Brent Price though. I think he's going to be fine. All right. Now, Sonny Cumbie at S at uh, La Tech. This is one you want to talk about the worst hire. I think, I think this is worse than uh what's it called than uh, Ken Wilson at Nevada. <laughs> I do. I don't know if it's that bad, but it's Dude, bad. They were, uh, uh, look, Nevada, see Colorado state took their whole ro- or Nevada's whole roster went to Colorado state. So the cupboard was fucking empty. La Tech gets rid of Skip Holtz, and they had talent, man. So he was walking into a talented team, and they've been asked. He's he's a combined six and eighteen, three and nine each year. And another thing was this was the year to to gain wins because all these new teams came into yeah. the CUSA. Well, one of those new teams was really good. Sam Houston Actually, State. Two of them. Were, two of them are really good. Sam Houston and Sam, State. And Sam State wasn't bad. <laughs> they got the airport. You got to be ahead of these programs. Are you kidding you me? Would, yeah. No. He's he is squarely on the hot seat. I I think he's gone this time next year. I mean, and another thing is like the way they lost some of these games. Yeah. I mean, they got their ass kicked in some of these ones. I mean, I guess they had some close ones too. But Liberty beat them by twenty six. Sam Houston beat them by what fifteen. Uh, Jacksonville State beat them by what thirty nine. They lost their last six games. SMU beat beat them by twenty four. Yeah, I I think both of us cashed on that under too. Yeah, we did. Sonny Cumby or Sonny Dykes, both from Texas, both (laughs) throw the ball around. Uh, Both kind of average. I want Sonny Dykes there. You're taking Dykes. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Who's fired first? Definitely Cumby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. One guy was in the national championship last year. And (laughs) our final guy is Timmy Chang. Ain't they pretty good? How'd they do this year? They hit yeah, the over. They were better. Um, uh, an improved uh, product there. So he was what? His first year, he was three and ten. This year, five and eight. Progression. <laughs> Progression. Hey, they beat Air Force. They beat New Mexico State. They beat Colorado yeah. State this yeah. year. I mean, they weren't that. They, they should have beat San Diego State. Yeah, Albany's Albany's still alive. Yeah, yeah we'll good, be talking about them yeah. soon. Only lost by seven to Vandy. <laughs> Braden Schrager, uh he's in the portal. Yeah, uh, Schrager, portal. rather. Schrager bombs, bombs in the portal. Led the nation in completions and attempts. <laughs> uh so they are committed to throwing the ball around on that on that island on those islands, I should say. Anyway, that's that's our year two stuff. I think Chang's fine because uh, Hawaii doesn't spend any money, and also he, you know he's one of their own. So as far as an alum, yeah. like let so. me ask you this: Does this sound like a complete waste of resources? Island fucking dudes and genetics are giant and uh, did you mean see? and aggressive, and they should be dominant in the trenches in Hawaii. Did Did you see college football campus tours thing about their uh, their new Aloha Bowl? Uh, he shared a news clipping, and it's like it'll be done by the year twenty forty two. Twenty forty two. Now they they said they're gonna build the stadium before that, but the stadium was supposed to be starting to be built like three years ago. They haven't broke ground on this fucking thing. Things move a bit slower on the island. <laughs> You're on island time. Ninety percent of the high school football players are going to Division One on scholarship. However, none of them are going to Hawaii because there is no money there. Uh, 
They should be. They, I feel like throwing the ball around with that kind of talent walking around is 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 a mistake. You should be just running triple option at Hawaii. Mm. Mm. Could mm. be wrong. Paul Johnson, bring him back. Bring, bring him back, back to the island. All right, in folks. The chat, uh, a huge number says, "Sorry, Colby. Any <laughs> chance Saban rides off into the sunset at the end of the year? Yeah, if, they, if he wins the national championship." Well, the national championship. Yeah. Uh, I I think, uh, think, I think so? maybe he's like seventy two yeah. years old. Yeah. All right. At this point, it's the uh, Big Ten SEC or future Big Ten uh, future SEC uh, <laughs> championship invitational. Anyway, folks, uh, look, that's part A. If you're watching on YouTube, stay put. We're not going anywhere. We're just. Now we're getting to picking games and talking about these coaching hires. Uh, so stick around on the college football experience. Give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. NC Dicks on Twitter at NC underscore underscore NICK. The college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. All right, we will be right back. <laughs> 